Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. What do you think of when you hear the word alignment or life alignment? Usually people think of intuition, gut, soul, a feeling they have that something isn't right, but they can't really put their finger on it. And uh, of course, you know, I agree with that. I mean, it could definitely be a, a, a compass. But for me, it's really hard to apply those things when it comes to my life, right? Like, for me, intuition is something that I have not uh, sharpened. And uh, it's not something that um, I really evaluate when it comes to alignment. So what works for me, and maybe I can encourage you to to um, look at alignment in a new way, right? Challenge your uh, definitions, or maybe it's adding on to your definition. But what if alignment was tied to your story? I'm a huge believer in our stories and the power of our stories. And I also believe that most of us, um, we don't like our stories, you know, especially what happened. Uh, we may be excited about the story that we could write, but most of us want to rip out chapters. And when you rip out chapters of your story, you're, you're, um, you're disconnecting with self. You are denying everything you've been through, you know, in a way you're, 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 erasing parts of you by wanting to rip out chapters of your story. So when I think about alignment, I think about my story. And I play back, you know, just montage shots of my first image would be um, 10-year-old Korean kid. <laughs> I was going to say with the bull haircut, but that's not true. But by this time, I, I was rocking a pompadour with Aquanet hairspray and uh, parachute pants but that kid looking out the classroom window because he hated school um, I'm sure I had some kind of attention deficit disorder and um, wondering if I could fly you know wondering about just other things than homework and uh, very curious about the world and about you know what I could do and wanting to just experienced life and so I got into breakdancing and got into BMX bikes and usually whatever I got into I would get obsessed with um, I remember building a uh, dirt track digging a dirt track in my backyard there were these little uh, cars called stompers back in the 80s and you just flipped them on and they're like these little four by four cars that just went forward and I would dig a track for the cars to um, go around the track, the dirt track, and I would dig it in a way where it wouldn't go off the, the, the track. And so for that to happen, I mean, you would have to spend hours tweaking, you know, the dirt and padding it and all that um, because I was obsessed. Anyway, so part of my story is that obsessive kid. Um, and I find that obsessive kid now today, parts of that kid, uh, when I write books, when I, you know, make videos, um, I'm like that with this podcast. I get obsessed for sure. And so when I think about that kid who got obsessed about things, 
and then later grew up and then fell into um, uh, screenwriting. And that didn't work. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't work, but it did, meaning I believe that that was the seed planted for uh, my other writing once I became an author uh, to write in a way that was more filmic and story-based, right? And so I don't think it was a waste, right? Going back to this idea of not ripping out your chapters of your story. Uh, but that was one period of my life where uh, I got obsessed and then it became dark, uh, internalized the, the uh, internalized screenwriting as um, something that I failed at. And of course, um, also what came right after that was a divorce. And so it was kind of a one-two punch and then the universe throwing me into nonprofit. Now, in nonprofit, it, it's not what I wanted to do. And this is a point I wanted to make about alignment because I believe I was meant to be there. And I know that because some of my greatest learnings about group work, uh, some of the fires that that, that um, were lit in my belly as far as um, helping men and uh, living in a fatherless nation, all of that stuff came from work that I didn't want to do. Right, I wanted to be Dr. Drew. I wanted a office and a latte, and I wanted to wear slacks and just see clients. Right, I wanted I wanted the private practice, what everyone kind of hopes for when they go to therapy school, but that was definitely not for me. And today, the thought of that makes me cringe because I don't want to work in an office and have back to back clients. But back then, that was the dream. But the universe drew me into nonprofit. And I learned so much. I learned about TC. I learned about, you know, um, how to run groups and addiction and all that. And that paid off tremendously. It kind of laid the tracks for me in the way that I would work. And so sometimes when you think about alignment, you may be put into things that you don't want to do. You may be... um, put into into relationships that may be difficult, right? So alignment isn't just about things being easy or seamless. I think alignment means that it's tied to your story in that you're moving toward purpose, you're moving toward uh, something meaningful and something that is tied to your story. And a lot of times being aligned also means you're going through a tunnel. You're going through hardship. You're going through things that are going to be uncomfortable and they stretch you. You know, you may be in a relationship where it's hard right now or there's issues and there's a lot of work to be done. And that may also mean that you are aligned because going through this and learning about yourself and love and your partner, um, on the other side of that may be a more powerful, a wiser um, version of you, right? You may have more capacity to love, and that's the point. So when people think about alignment, a lot of times they think, okay, it feels right, and so it means like I'm, I'm aligned, this is the right decision. But I think sometimes when we think about feeling right, we can mistake that for also... Um, It feels calm and I don't want to do what's uncomfortable. And I think if you look at alignment 
being attached to your story, A, it makes you pull back and you see the bigger picture, and B, you may realize that what you're doing is aligned and you are making the right decisions, um, but they're hard and that's okay, you know? And so when I think about life alignment and if I, and if I feel like I may make a decision that's not aligned with me and my life and where I'm supposed to go, I pull back and I look at my story and I make sure that it lines up with my story. You know, all stories have an arc, a character arc. We have to go somewhere and come back or there's no story. The story is only compelling when we go through hard things. And it doesn't mean that we're always going through hard things, of course, um, because we have chapters of uh, winters and struggle and hardship. And then we also have chapters of joy and happiness and, you know, um, being on the top of the mountain and taking in how far we've come, right? And so I think alignment is pulling back, seeing your story, connecting dots, knowing that there's a character arc, having a feeling, at least if you don't know, of where your story's headed, you know, and what makes your story compelling. Because when we all go, what we're left with is our story. I mean, that's going to be what will continue to live and um, what will, you know, help other people. I really believe that our value isn't what we know. It's, it's, it's how we've lived, right? And so if we look at alignment that way and you see, oh, okay, this is where I was. Here's where I'm going. Here's where I'm supposed to go. Now, if I make decisions based on that, they may be hard choices. You may do things that are uncomfortable, but here's the thing. You will be aligned. And that's how I like to look at alignment. And, and when I do, um, it just it makes it easier for me because it makes me fearless in that I know I'm going in the right direction, and so I trust that. And by trusting that, I become less afraid, right? Like I trust my story. I trust the unfolding. And to me, that's a lot less abstract. Uh, it's, it's easier for me to hold on to than just intuition or just soul or a gut check or a feeling. Those things can be accurate, but I think a lot of times we can mistake that those things for ego or for comfort. And if we do, then I think we're out of alignment. Anyway, just a short episode today to um, get you to challenge your definition of alignment. And um, this may be something that, you know, that makes you think, or it may be something that makes no sense to you, and that's okay as well. Thank you for listening. Be well.